Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Friday, it's 11.35, and that means Tech Talk, uh, brought to you by Hamilton Limousine. Adam Oldfield, the uh, president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing is with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. You know what? Today is a special day, and a big shout-out to my daughter, 17 years old today. So wow. Big shout-out to you, uh, Alicia. So happy birthday. Yeah. Excellent. It is. It's always exciting. 17 years is that mid-age of, like, I'm old enough to drive. She got her driver's license, and now we're almost at that age to go into university. She's got one more year left. So I'm trying to encourage her to take into the tech side of things, but she still wants to be a teacher. So y- You uh, know what you should do? You <laughs> should call Marcus at Hamlet Limousine, get the car for the night and yep. uh, take her out someplace. Go, go do a little special evening. Yes, Marcus is amazing, and I uh, we've already had a discussion of what we can maybe possibly do to help there her out. Go. So, yeah. But, yeah, uh, happy birthday, Alicia. And yep. thank you to Hamilton Limo for uh, for their support and otherwise. So, yeah, they're amazing. Uh, used them just this past week for a business meeting, and it was there was an accident, and, and I still managed to get through my day and not have to work 19 hours uh, due to the fact that Hamilton Limo managed to save me. Well, I've seen you do this, and I, I, a lot of other people I know that are in business, uh, the same sort of thing. I mean, they say the thing that frustrates them more often than anything else is going from point A to point B during the yeah. course of a day for meetings or whatever the case might be. And they say, that's lost time. I, mm-hmm. I could be working. I should be working. i got stuff to do. You work in the back of the car. I work in the back of the car. I have it all set up that I've got access to my computer. I've got access to all of my information that I can base- connect with anyone I need to while I'm working away. And I don't have to pay for the parking. The one and most valuable item is they par- drop me off right at a meetings location. I can jump out and they're right there. And one of the best things about Hamilton Limo is you can text the number. They have all of the latest, you know, when you're coming to dealing with today's businesses and technology, Hamilton Limo is actually one of the leader- leaders when it comes to that. You'll be able to email, you'll be able to text, and they have a fantastic customer service to take care of you. All right. I want to start off today asking you about this Israeli company. Uh- well, we've talked about before where the controversy of our iPhones and our phones being private information, and this was a big deal back ab- about a year ago when we were seeing that yeah. iPhones uh, were, were being challenged in regards to uh, the FBI wanting to be able to hack it. And there's that little gray area that says, well, they've, you know, whoever these individuals were, I can't remember their names, but they cr- they committed a, an act of terrorism, if you will, and so their phones were confiscated, and as such, do they have a right to their privacy after that? So, um, what happens is Celebrites, which is a company out of Israel, created this product, and it's basically an Apple hackbox, an Android hackbox. You plug it in, you can hook up the four phones, and it will decrypt the phone. It takes out the biometric information and unlocks it. It's very similar. What the big news is, though, is that they were had an order from the United States government on the FBI for about $2 million worth of these products, and they were going to also be distributed amongst a lot of the, uh, uh, the, the municipality polices. Uh, police forces. Okay. So the big news is that <clears throat> ICE, the Immigration and Customs, um, the Bo- Homeland Security, just ordered $35 million worth of product. Now, what this means, of course, is that we already know that when you cross the border, the United States government, and, and, and I cross borders regularly, yeah. I can tell you, they have the right, <clears throat> excuse me, legally to take your phone without permission, without a warrant. This is all part of the Patriot <clears throat> Act that was passed in the States. That's right. It's all part of the Patriot. So when you pull up and the officer says, citizenship, Canadian, can I see your cell phone? You have to share it with them if you wish to continue or you will be turned away. And they have a right to do so. Now the idea is that this product, which is now going to be distributed across the borders, U.S., Mexico, um, mm. they'll be able to easily, originally, you, they were not allowed to open your phone. 
They were not able to say, please unlock your phone. You, or sorry, you, you were able to unlock it for them, but you didn't have to have the internet, meaning you could encrypt <coughs> certain things on your phone, mm-hmm. and you should anyways if you do have your phone. This allows them to completely decrypt it, meaning it will give them access to your phone. In the case of they hold it for 48 hours, if you do choose to give them a hard time, they can decrypt your phone legally. So um, Homeland Security and the uh, immigration group, ICE, uh, is going to now have access to the equipment that is capable of unlocking all of our phones. So we talk about privacy being an issue and freedoms being uh, uh, the, the most free country in the world. I think it's getting more and more scarier crossing into the United States with the access they'll have. Well, and it's it's blatant. I mean, we've talked in the past about, you know, you're wondering, <laughs> hey, who's well, who's watching, who's listening, who's right, it, right. who's hacking? Who's uh, they're, <laughs> doing, they're doing it right in front of your eyes now. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're going right in and basically taking it all Hand in front of you. Hand me that phone, Mr. Oldfield. That's I just, right, yeah. I'm going to find out everything about your life. There is, you might as well just start spilling because, you know, the old st- <laughs> the old saying is if you got nothing to hide, why would you block it, right? I yeah. mean, it's just your all of your rights and freedoms of, of having any kind of privacy are now going to be completely gone. I love this when you come up with some of these new inventions. Well, this wasn't your invention, but uh, <laughs> a, a blind engineer. Yes, that's right. Has yep. developed. A cane, yeah. A smart cane. It's a smart cane, and it's using Google Maps. It's actually ingenious. It, it, think of it as uh, a Google Home attached to a uh, a stick, um, like a cane. Uh, uh, those with visually impaired uh, have a cane, and they use it. This actually has sensors on it, and what it does is you can you can work on getting directions, similar to the way we do it all the time. We get directions. Uh, where do I go? We're getting. I'm I'm so lazy now. I just literally plug it into my calendar. Click go Google. I'm walking, and I just listen to my headset as I'm. Turn left, up ahead. And all these new features within Google, well, they've taken it and upped it a level. And this cane will now download your directions. It's got sensors that actually from the waist up gives the person using it um, a sense. It speaks to you. It uses Google Assistant and what will say object in uh, ahead. So if there's a low-hanging branch or something that may be obstacle that the cane can't be able to see, it will actually warn the user so they can stop and be aware of the fact that there might be a low-hanging sign a branch or other obstacle that could be in their way. So this is actually quite amazing. And the cost, not that I don't think this is, you know, a, a little overpriced, but it's $500 is the price. It's a it's a startup that was engineered and developed, and it's still obviously being uh, improved. But this really does bring those with visual disabilities uh, to a level that enhances uh, the, 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 the chance to walk around without having challenges of obstacles or otherwise getting in their way. Great idea. It really is. It is unbelievable. They can easily use their computer, get directions, go to the restaurant, just like all of us do. And when they get out, they'll be able to use their cane. It will GPS locate them and then give them directions audio on where to turn 300 meters ahead, turn left. Please be advised there's an obstacle in your way. I love this. I think this is one of the best one of the best inventions. Okay, what's going on with face tracking now? Well, we do know that Google is probably, and Facebook for that matter, we can trust them with all of our information. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. There's nothing creepy about the fact they know nothing. everywhere we are. And, and here everything we and, do. And hear everything that's going on in the world. Well, here we go. We've got Google Home, which, by the way, Google Alphabet owns Nest, which is the thermostat yep. smart home device. And they've just launched, similar to what Facebook came out, called the Portal. If you remember, it was a tablet and allowed you to FaceTime with your loved ones and otherwise. Well, Google's got a little creepier because now they've enhanced in the Nest feature, which in the doorbell, will be able to use facial recognition that can then control your locks. So if the face recognizes it's Bill Kelly, your home, you can now, it will unlock the door or it will know that, you know, you're 
son or your family members are home or otherwise. Well, this is now a home device. And where's cre- what's creepy about this is that it tracks your face. Similar to what we heard about Facebook doing it, Google is doing the same. So when you walk through your home, it will use facial recognition. This could be a good thing or a bad thing. But if you have a stranger in the house, it's going to recognize that this is not the owner of the home. This is someone that is not here. And it will keep a log file to say, these are the faces we saw today in your house. Um, and if you really want to follow it, now keep in mind, that's great for you, but Google's going to have a copy of this somewhere sitting in a server of everyone's face in your in your home. Who, yeah, who's ever visited. It's And it's face tracking, which means that as you're walking, it's tracking. It knows where you are all the time in the house. That That's a little creepy in my opinion when you talk about recognition, but in the same token, you don't need to enter a code. You don't have to enter a passcode. If Bill goes in and goes, the temperature's too hot, too cold, he just walks up, the facial recognition knows it's you, and if you say, turn off the t- turn up the temperature, turn down the temperature, it's going to know it without you even needing to press a passcode on it. Honeywell. I, I bet this, you know, this reminded me when I was a kid. Everybody had a Honeywell thermostat in their house. It seemed that way anyway. Well, talking and piggybacking on Google, Honeywell, yes, was the little dial. Yeah. And, I mean, I remember the dial. Back in school, we had the dial, yeah. and it only went back and forth. Back was hot or cold, and forward was, was, uh, was hot. Well, Honeywell is 113 years old, and they've now been one of the leaders. In fact, one of our topics today is many corporations are no longer in the business of what they do. They're all tech companies. Sure. And so Honeywell being one one of those investment groups, if you're looking for it, they've really enhanced. They have mo- they have captured more than 30% of the Internet of Things in homes with regards to the uh, thermostat situation and controlling your water sensors. Uh, Michelle and I, we use it constantly because we have, you know, a basement in downtown Hamilton. Yeah. Flooding can be a problem. We actually have sensors in downtown Hamilton that in our basement that tells us, hey, there's moisture at this level or your basement's leaking right now. This is all Honeywell equipment and so looking at it, they're kind of behind the scenes and I think it's important to share with them it's going to be one of the bigger growing companies in the tech industry than we ever expected. 113 years old, but that you stay that long because you're, you innovate. You innovate, yeah. You basically change and, and adapt to, to different format. And Honeywell, being one of the companies that's 113 years old, is still a le- now a leader. It was actually falling behind about four years ago. It's now leaped into one of the top three spots of home products. Everybody is innovating and changing, even Ronald McDonald. Well, you know what? We were just talking about the challenges just before the show yeah. in regards to employment. And I hear this all the time. As you know, we do tech these tech talks and part of it is are you anti-work are you uh, you know and I'm a small business owner I struggle uh, you know with employment and so McDonald's has just bought for the, the two companies this year alone the first one was called Dynamic Yield which is phenomenal by the way this software actually is an artificial intelligence algorithm and what it does is it knows directly certain times of the day <clears throat> what products are selling more so it knows when to feature products it knows when to use the point of sale system well McDonald's just bought another company called Asante. Asante is actually an artificial intelligence that is very much targeted towards the food industry. They are going to replace the person at that speaker window with a, a, a voice-recognized robot, very similar to what we heard with Google, where you could call and do reservations using your Google Assistant. McDonald's has the same technology. What's unique about this is it's called speech-to-meaning. 
Now, that's a big difference from speech to text because the Googles and the series, what they do is they take your voice. We know that they share it with a third-party contractor. Yeah. Um, and then they try to convert it into words that are in the English vocabulary. Here's the thing about this. McDonald's has bought a software that takes words because they know you're going to be asking pretty much for something to eat. So it will use words. And what makes it unique is the fact of accents. So if someone's got a different culture or they, or, you know, comes from an Indian background or otherwise, and they're trying to speak English or other, and, and will be able to translate it will take that voice and probably assess it with what topic or what item in the menu you want to order it then matches the request because really it's all garble until you say big mac large fry coke uh oh and make sure there's pickles no onions it will take all the garble out and just put in the actual uh information that requests to your order then process it directly into the system to be able to be made they claim this will be a 99 percent accurate order you will receive from mcdonald's in less than a year with this new software Better than what I get at the window now. <laughs> if you get anything. I said cheese. Didn't they hear that? You heard me say cheese, didn't you? Right. I'm allergic to onions. I'm blossoming here. What's going on? Exactly. So, yes, that's... But McDonald's, this is their second... The big deal here is... is where does this take our our small the, 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 you know part time employment? Actually, McDonald's is one of the leaders when it comes to uh, Tim Hortons and otherwise um, to positions. But I've been hearing there's a lot of franchise owners struggling to try and fill positions. Yeah. So we have a bit of a double edged sword here. It's well, are we taking jobs away, or is it going to really help people continue to get their products? Because nothing more frustrating than standing or sitting in line waiting for your drive through. All right, time for our weekly update on who's hacking whom these days. Well. This is where I thought I would take a spin. We hear about negative negative things all the time. Hackers everywhere. Taking over the world. The Russians, they're the worst. Well, here's a little something you may not really understand and see. We know that we have smart meters. We also know that most of our electronics, like gas pumps and otherwise, are controlled by the internet. Well, in this case, we have a situation where hackers have actually been going through, and this is something I think the Ontario government needs to think about. Hackers are going in and they're... Uh, more or less hacking smart meters, but to the benefit of the of the user. So what they're doing is saying, well, maybe it looks like you used 360 kilowatts. We're going to hack it and say you only did 50 kilowatts. And so this is a big issue. Apparently, where can I get a hold of these guys? <laughs> they're just doing it arbitrarily, and they're actually hacking smart meters everywhere and converting them into lower wattage usage. And they're also doing it with gas pumps. So you may see the prices at dollar thirteen, but this has been going on where they can hack into the pump alter the price to 80 cents a gallon. And people are obviously going, this is great, filling it up. But this is a big, serious concern. That Not that hackers are trying to help society. I think they're just trying to mess around. But to the benefit of us as consumers, um, and this is really an issue. So how do you sit back and say, well, we're going to have to increase prices when our hackers are just going to go in and infiltrate it and lower it for us? So this is a big thing that's coming out, is hackers are helping society? I don't know how to, how to say that. We should put stickers on the gas pump. That's what we should do. <laughs> Forget about the carbon tax thing. Just right. say you could be hacked. You could be you could be hacked. If this price is lower than a dollar fifty, you need to let us know. Yes, that's going to be the new feature we're going to need to add. Just thank your local Russian hacker for that. <laughs>
But not all hackers are smart, apparently. Well, followed by the fact that they're helpful, they're also not the sharpest knives in the drawer. And as such, apparently, they make mistakes like the rest of the world. They ended up hacking Ticketmaster and Groupon. It was actually genius. They were going in, hacked the system, they took over the tickets, and what they do is they then create an ability to sell them through a scalping system, through Kijiji or otherwise. Well, the real trick was they were going to be selling multiples of the same ticket. So they get the ticket through Ticketmaster, create it, sell it online. Well, I guess a cybersecurity company managed to realize they didn't have a very good password protect and they managed to infiltrate the hackers. So it was kind of a weird, and this is all like, sounds like it would be a great movie, except it probably all happened in basements everywhere. Um, nobody went anywhere and it was more or less, haha, I'm going to infiltrate. Apparently it was Taylor Swift ticket that were going to be uh, hacked and it was then counter hacked because their passwords weren't secure so hackers please remember change your password change your hackers. password <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the moral of today's story yes uh we're almost out of time but i know you love talking flip phones and there's one making a comeback nokia is back baby the 2720 flip phones coming in it's going to be android used and i share this because we talk about big folding phones we got samsung's and huawei's and you know the iphone 11 just came out and uh, we didn't really talk about it because there's nothing to talk about it's just a better camera but the nokia 2720 is an actual small flip phone it reminds me of the matrix movie very slick very very much like yeah. the razor type um but when you flip it open it will have the ability of all of the elements of android and you'll be able to use it with facetime and everything else so it's tight it's compact if you're just looking for something to help you in that realm the nokia 2720 is back and it's an option for you to purchase why did they bring it back though i think it, the nostalgic element of we see uh, uh people that are in their 50s right now and 50s and 60s have migrated to the smartphone yeah and but they still just want to use it for i call it basics but it's not basic but as far as being able to dial out text and be able to do some more things like banking for example yeah. you know we have not have to but we're being led into using more smartphones for daily usage parking meters banking and so forth it's one of those areas where most people over the age of 50 are going i remember the flip phone i like the simplicity of it but i need a smartphone to be able to do a lot of the activities i need so whether it's access to the movies or we hear about this with tickets on airlines like i said banking it makes sense that nokia would say let's bring back a little bit of the nostalgia and we think that's the it isn't for the younger market i can tell no, you no that. that's for sure uh we do this every friday at 11 30 it's called tech talk brought to you by hamilton limousine adam oldfield have a great weekend you we'll do. see you Thanks, next week bill. the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on 900 chml